like we like to think of Earth as a school or a university or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. right? We come down here to learn lessons through the process of suffering mm-hmm. because Earth is all about suffering. Mm-hmm. It's so dense here. And so that's how we learn is through problems, scarcity, suffering, yeah. issues, etc. Whatever you, whatever it is. And we go through this to evolve our souls so mm-hmm. that we can get to the next level. Exactly. Hello, welcome back to Enlighten Me. Hi everyone, this is Lex and Mila here and we are very excited to present this topic today. Um, This is a really important one. It's about the ego and the shadow self and shadow work and you know this is something that I've been personally experiencing a lot lately and learning a lot about so I'm very excited to share Um, even just like preparing for this episode I learned even more so I'm excited gosh preparing for this episode I was like oh my mind's drawing a blank and I was like "Hmm, I wonder why the ego's trying to protect me (laughs) don't talk about it don't talk about me the ego does not like to be addressed no it doesn't it doesn't because then it comes to the light yeah Mm -hmm. so we'll get into that so without further ado let's jump on in all right so We all may have different conceptions of what the ego is. I kind of want to start with that because I feel like when you say the word ego, it can be kind of triggering because it sounds like, oh, when you call someone like egotistical, it sounds like, oh, you're just self-centered or like, oh, you have such a big ego. You're so about yourself. But that's really not what the ego is. I mean, it can be, I think, but um, it's actually like a huge part of everyone. So It's kind of important to, well, it's really important to learn how to work with the ego. But you may like wonder, like, why do we even have an ego? Because what's the point if it's just negative? And the important thing about the ego is that it is what keeps us human. Mm -hmm. It is what makes the experience that we're having as humans. Because if we were only our highest self, we only had that side, we would never learn anything. We might as well just stay in the spirit realm. It'd be like we're in utopia. Yeah, exactly. Vibing out. Exactly. And as me and Mila definitely believe, the earth is a school for your soul. And the only way that your soul can learn is if it has an ego and learns how to work with it. Or else, again, you're just an angelic being with no problems and no reactions and emotions and all of that. So I'm trying to be like that. I wish, right? (laughs) Um, But we can never get rid of the ego. No. She's there to stay. She lies within us always. Yes. And if you say you've healed your ego completely... You're fucking lying. <laughs> nobody I know has. you're fucking lying. Nobody has healed their ego completely. It's and nobody ever been. will. Nobody ever will. No. It's part, if you're a human, you're not going to heal your ego because it's part of being human. Um, But you can evolve your ego. Yeah. That's what I've learned le- recently is that your ego doesn't have to stay the same always. It can evolve with you too, but it's always going to be there. So this is how I would explain it. The ego is what wants to keep us safe. It wants to keep you out of danger. It wants to protect you from ne- negative experiences that have happened before. So it tends to like dwell in the past. It tries to predict the future um, based on past experiences and what will keep you safe. Even if what will, quote, keep you safe is a situation that you are not happy in. You are not enjoying it, but you're comfortable. So, <laughs> so, 
So if you're comfortable, um, that's where your ego wants to keep you because it doesn't want you to take risks and be scared of what could happen because it's like, oh, what could happen? Like we could get hurt, mm-hmm. but that's boring. Right. It's so, always trying to protect you. Yeah. And so that's why we get scared when change happens, even if it's a good change, even if it's something we're excited for. We get scared because it's changing our comfortability. It's changing our lives. Our lives. Yeah. Our routines. Um, but the ego just reminds us that we have to go through suffering to learn and grow. And the difference between like the ego and the higher self is that the higher self sees this as like, all of this is part of the experience. All of this is a learning lesson. Everything that happens to you or around you that may be seen as negative, the higher self sees it as, oh, you know, this is just part of the experience. I know this. This is important for my growth. Ego's like, oh my gosh, everything's wrong. People are out to get me. The world hates me. Like, I'm a victim. The ego <laughs> likes to play the victim. Yeah. Yes. Always. Hardcore. Um, yeah, but this is also where our human survival instinct comes from, trying to keep us safe. So it is important to have, but we have to learn how to work with it. And that's the tricky part. <laughs> but it's actually not. It's actually not that hard um, once you learn how to recognize it, basically. Something I learned... And it makes so much freaking sense to me when I found this out. The ego is connected to the solar plexus chakra. And when I found this out, I was shook because I have had issues with my solar plexus for so long. Like every time I do a body scan of my chakras, I always just feel something off in my solar plexus. And you heard me say it last week in the Mm -hmm. episode. I literally said that. And I found this out after that, that the solar plexus has to do with the mental body, your mind, which is where your ego functions. And just so you know, your ego is not part of your spirit. Like we said, it's not part of your spirit. It's not part of your soul. It's part of your human mind. Yeah. Scary. It's part of the meat hey. suit. <laughs> it's the meat suit. Um, but yeah, that's why a lot of times, you know, you may have anxiety and unable to trust yourself. Um, that's the ego. The, ego, the solar plexus affects your self-esteem, your sense of personal power, your sense of direction and purpose in your life. And if you have blocks within that, you may experience low self-esteem, negative thought patterns, Mm -hmm. anxiety, fear, literally the ego. Yeah. The solar plexus is also responsible for your confidence too. And so if you're out of whack in your solar plexus, your ego is just like, perfect. Now I'm taking over. I'm in the driver's seat and you're in the passenger. Let's fucking go. I can relate too hard to that. Yeah. Um. And you can like feel that shift like when you're like on this high, you're doing so good, everything's mm-hmm. positive, and then all of a sudden you're just afraid of everything. Yeah. So you might be afraid of like you're predicting like something's gonna go wrong, which is something I do a lot. It's like things are going so well, something must go wrong soon. <laughs> and that's how you fuck it up for that's yourself because you, you put it out there. Yeah. You're self sabotaging because you're expecting that. Right. Yeah. So we gotta learn how to work with the ego. Um let's see. So kind of how to tell the difference between your ego and your higher self is like the first step is noticing the difference knowing who's driving right like Mm -hmm. knowing who's in the driver's seat Mm -hmm. um again the ego is fear-based doesn't like change because it feels unsafe in environments that it's not familiar with um it loves to defend your actions and make you feel better about yourself and like be vengeful towards others and like think i'm i'm never wrong you know um it loves to portray you as the victim of your surroundings again (laughs) feeling like the world is against you yeah we've all been there right yeah we have that at times we have um it complains about everything that doesn't go its way. And <laughs> again, we've all done that. We've all been like, oh my gosh, nothing's going my way right now. Mm-hmm. Everything's bad. Right? That's the ego. It makes you also feel shameful and guilty when you make mistakes. It makes you like feel bad about yourself. 
Um, it also is jealous of what other people's have, other people have, and like what you feel like you don't have enough of. Yeah, I feel like that is kind of relatable to everybody in the society that we're in now too, yes. because Comparison. it's always like, who has the better this? Who has the better that? Oh, my job's better than yours. Oh, mm-hmm. I have way more money than you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my car's nicer than yours. My like, house, it's always like, a competition. My clothes, those mm-hmm. products that I buy, like yeah. Um, and I feel like it's kind of with the influencers too. I was say, it's like everybody media. wants to be an influencer these days, mm-hmm. and it's just a big old competition for I'm better than you. Yeah. Like Comparison. How I'm pre- yeah. And then we all want to compare ourselves to them because we yeah. see the happiest, most exciting parts of their life, but we don't actually see all of it. Yeah, it's all fake. But I think that is a huge problem in our society is where the ego comes in there is like jealousy yeah. of what other people have because you feel like you don't have enough. And the higher self realizes, I already have everything that I need to be happy in this life, right where I'm at right now. But the ego's like, no, you don't. You don't have this. You don't have that. You'll be so much happier if you have this. And that's just, the higher self knows that's not the case. Yeah. Um, it's essentially like being in a loophole. Yeah. You know, it's just like constantly chasing something after that one yeah. you're probably never going to have. Yep. And two, when are you going to get it? Because it's like so far out yeah. there, but you're so in your mind about, well, I just can't have it. Mm-hmm. Well, then you really can't have it if yeah. you say you can't have it. And if you tell yourself, I won't be happy until I have it, then you're not going to be happy when you get it. Happy. Yeah. You're not. You're just not going to be happy when you get it because you're going to be like, oh, it's here. And now I, I don't feel what I thought I was going to feel mm-hmm. because you have to find that within yourself. Yes. You have to already find, like, I already have everything I need. Yes, there's things I want that I, I want to reach for. There's goals I have. But right now in this moment, we only have the present moment. That's another thing I've been learning. Oof. Um, we only ever have <laughs> we only ever have the moment that we are in right now. And when we're constantly worrying about the future, worrying about the past, like, trying to get ahead, always, like, looking for something outside of ourselves, we're just never going to find happiness. Yeah. That's, that's what I had mentioned on a, a different episode, too, mm-hmm. is we only have now, so enjoy it while you can. Literally. Um, yeah, one of the books I'm reading called The Power of Now. I'll talk about more in a future episode because it deserves its own <laughs> episode. Um, but highly recommend reading it. It's called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And it talks about that. Like, you literally have only now. There's never anything else that exists. You don't have the past. You don't have the future. Even when something happens in the future, it happens in the now at the time. Mm-hmm. Even when something happens in the past, it happened in the now. It's past and present or past and future are an illusion. Time is, is an illusion. All you have is right now. So the ego tends to try to live in the other places, the past and the future. Yeah, the ego determines whether things are presented as good or bad, right? So it's kind of debating, which trauma am I going to receive? Is it good trauma? Is it bad trauma? It just has that kind of mindset. So, but in general, though, things are good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. That's common sense. Yeah. So what you may be going through or experiencing right now might be good or bad, but at the end of the day, it's really important to note that it's all just an experience. Mm-hmm. Sure, it might be a good experience, might be a bad experience, but it's an experience. You don't have to put a label on it. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be for the betterment of your soul, even yeah. if it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, but that experience is subjective because someone else's version of mm-hmm. good or bad is not the same as yours. So yeah. say you're going through a breakup or something and you're like oh my god this is so bad well I could see that as oh my god you spent two years with somebody and you learned so much and Mm -hmm. you knew how to love them and Mm -hmm. love yourself and yada 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 yeah but you could think it's oh my god like he was my only love I'm never gonna love everybody I'm never gonna be happy again yeah 
It's yeah. all about your perception and your mindset. But everybody else's perceptions are different than yes. yours because you're in your own reality. Yes, exactly. We all are in our own realities. Um, but that's so true. Like your ego creates your what you think is your identity. Mm-hmm. And it lives in, like I said, it lives in the past. It's like, this is who I am. This is me. This is what, like, things that have happened to me that makes me feel like this is what I am and what I have to expect from the world. But, again, that's just your human brain. It's the mind. Like, It's all a mind game. Your soul doesn't have a mind. Only your human body does. (laughs) Your soul is just here vibing. Your soul is just trying to chill. Just pulling the strings. Let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's experience this. Because, again, like, we go back to the reincarnation. Like, when you're up in the spirit realm. I always say up because I just imagine it up. Yeah, same. When you're in the spirit realm, like, you're not learning anything you're just enjoying which is great but it's boring after a while and you want to get down here and like get in the dirt learn the lessons feel what it feels like to be in the material realm feel heartbreak feel the full range of emotions that you can't feel if you're just in the spirit realm exactly like we like to think of earth as a school or a university or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. right we come down here to learn lessons through the process of suffering Mm -hmm. because earth is all about suffering Mm -hmm. it's so dense here and so that's how we learn is through problems, scarcity, suffering, yeah. issues, et cetera, whatever, you, whatever it is. And we go through this to evolve our souls so mm-hmm. that we can get to the next level. Exactly. exactly. Very important to learn. Um, so, yeah, the higher self, which we've talked about before, is a little bit, well, it is like the exact opposite of the ego. <laughs> so your higher self is your soul, right? It is the highest version of you. Um, and we get little glimpses of that here and there and sometimes we can operate from that side but like it's so hard when the ego is so present so that's why it's important to recognize the difference that's like first step is awareness (laughs) is this my ego speaking is this my higher self so higher self they take ability or take accountability for their actions right apologizes realizes when they did something wrong so that they can move past it because the ego is like oh my gosh I did something wrong I better protect myself I better like defend myself and you know be on the attack mode against anyone who thinks I did something wrong when really there's just so much freedom in realizing, okay, I made a mistake. Yeah. Move on from it. But that's an the experience. hard part is taking accountability, moving through your ego, being like, oh, excuse me, can I squeeze through? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to face this uncomfortable feeling yes. and say I'm sorry, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we move on move on with our day. Yes. Because the know? ego doesn't want to feel uncomfortable. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I don't like this. I want to do anything to not feel uncomfortable, but it's so much more comforting to face that uncomfortable feeling and then move past it, and now you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. You make different choices in the future. Um, The higher self also is grateful about everything big and small. Like we said, enjoys the present moment. Like right now, I could just be grateful that I'm sitting here, that I'm looking at this beautiful crystal, that, you know, we're vibing, talking about stuff that I like to talk about, like little things, like anything. I love the way your plants look sitting right there. Like it's just like noticing the present moment and enjoying it, even if it feels small. Like we've said before, being grateful for your front door. It feels small, but, like, it's so important. Like, yeah. we don't sit, take the time to sit down and recognize what we are grateful for on such a simple level like that. Every day I say I'm grateful for my five senses. I'm yeah. grateful for my sight. Right? I'm grateful for my ability to hear, taste. to breathe, to taste yummy food, mm-hmm. and to smell. Yeah. Because hear without things. one of the senses, you're going to be, like, discombobulated. Yeah. And you know? so many people live without some of their yeah. senses. So, like, be grateful if you have them all. Right. Be grateful that you have all your limbs, your toes, and your fingers. Mm-hmm. Be grateful that 
you know, the people that you love that are in your life right now are alive and well, you know? Um, so yeah, all you, again, all you really have is the present moment. So being grateful for that, that is your higher self. And that's how you can like feed your higher self and focus on her or him or them. (laughs) them. (laughs) them. They, them, they, them. Um, and your higher self also like views mistakes, every mistake as an opportunity to grow, views mistakes, challenges, hardships, all of it is opportunity for growth. It's all an experience. We're just vibing out, experiencing different things. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most important part, too. Viewing mistakes as growth Mm -hmm. and experiences. Instead of being so mad at yourself and so ashamed of mistakes that you've made, again, you can't live in the past. What are you going to do? Change it? No. (laughs) You can only change what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. So, again, taking accountability uh, and using every situation as a lesson. That's how you learn in earth school and eventually you won't have to keep coming the fuck back here. <laughs> you will fucking graduate. Um, I better be a fucking senior right now. I know, right? Super I better senior. be a super senior. <laughs> 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 I got my cap and gown ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hand me my diploma, please. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Please. <laughs> um, but yeah, we our higher self understands that we chose this path for our soul's growth and it views suffering as what is this teaching me instead of like oh my gosh why is this happening to me i everything's so bad for me like everybody hates me like what am i gonna do what is that gonna do for you nothing nothing so instead look at this like okay yes i didn't ask for this suffering yes i don't necessarily deserve this suffering but what is it trying to teach you it's all an experience so once you like realize that i feel like that's like the hardest part Recognizing those differences, choosing which one to feed into, which one you want to grow. And then we get into like, how can we connect with our higher self in a better way? And then we'll talk about how can we incorporate the ego. So first, focus on connecting with your higher self when your ego is getting in the way. Number one way is to meditate, right? We say that all the time. You hear it all the time. Not only is it scientifically proven to help with so many different things that we experience, especially on a mental and emotional level, it helps you just like be present. And that's the biggest part of the higher self is being present. So this is what I've learned to do is sit and listen to your inner dialogue without judgment. And this is what that book, The Power of Now, talks about a lot too, is your higher self or your consciousness is the observer of these thoughts. You don't create these thoughts. It's not you. You are not your ego. You are not your thoughts. You are your soul. Mm -hmm. But you experience these thoughts that come into your head just based on experiences that you've had, predictions you talk to, right? Things that you've experienced in the past and what you predict for the future. That's really what it's all about. Just your outside, like, environment, too. Like, Mm -hmm. the things you watch on TV, the music that you listen to every day, like, all of that sits in your subconscious and creates your thoughts yes it does and so we can get so into this like monkey brain where we're just like back and forth with all of our thoughts like all these thoughts happening and then we waste so much energy thinking and trying to problem solve in our heads for things that we don't even know what's going to happen yeah that's my biggest issue i'm such an overthinker (laughs) over analyzer like i will be just sitting there zoned out and my mind will be going and then i'll be like oh Wait, I was supposed to do something. 
and I'm like, yes. you know, I'm like, it's what like the so heck? much is going on in there. And that's yes. why we want to talk about this because we experience this so much. And I've found the only way to find relief from that is to learn how to observe your thoughts. And I, mm-hmm. we've, we hear that all the time. And I've heard that for years, but I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? How do you observe your thoughts? I am my thoughts. No, you're not. No, you're really not. You observe these thoughts. You can literally sit and just watch them without judgment. You don't have to judge yourself for thinking a certain way or having a thought. Just like watch it. Simply observe what's going on. Like um, the book I was talking about, like it talks about seeing that version of yourself, like your ego as a child, just like running amok, doing crazy <laughs> shit, talking about stuff. It's just like, just learn to just laugh at it and be like, just, what the fuck are you okay, doing? Okay. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Okay. You know, are you having fun there? Like the misconception is that a lot of people think, Meditation is about like not thinking about anything at all. No. It's the polar opposite. It's literally about observing your thoughts mm-hmm. from a like consciousness point of view. Right. Rather non-judgmental. than non-judgmental. Yeah, non-judgmental. Um so simply ob- observe the inner dialogue in your mind without judgment. Observe the thoughts passing through your mind. See them as like clouds floating by. That's what I pictured as. It's just a cloud floating by or it's just a car driving by on a street. I don't have to hold on to it. You know, it can pass. Or some people see it as, um, like, you're just watching people on TV have a conversation. It's just your mind, though. But just pretend that you're just watching. You're the observer, right? And then you will notice my ego is overthinking. My ego is panicking. It's worrying about every little thing. It's trying to predict the future, trying to plan the future, worrying about the past. That is what your ego is doing. And you're able to notice it. And, again, in such a fear-based society that we live in, it makes it very difficult for us to get out of our egos and listen more to our higher self. It does. Like the news, right? Like anything mm-hmm. we see on TV, it's always fear, fear, fear. Always be afraid. And that's what we live with. Mm-hmm. For me, it's hard to like sit there and observe my inner dialogue because I have to like get grounded first. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm not going to be Same. able to. Same. But once I do that and I actually start observing, it's my brain like quiets down yeah. it's like oh she's listening oh yeah. oh she's paying attention oh i better stop that's funny I better stop and then i'm like sitting there waiting for another one to come you know because now that i'm being aware of aware it. of it my mind's not rambling 24 mm-hmm. 7 like it normally would and that's funny you say that because again in the book it was talking about how anything that is in the darkness when you observe it you're putting light on it right mm-hmm. anything that you put light on then becomes light itself and so it's like, once you notice it, then it's like, oh, oh, you see me. Oh, I'm she not in the shadow me. anymore. Like, you're me. noticing me. So just yeah. the simple act of observing your ego, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you're actually paying attention to me now. It's crazy how it works, huh? It, like, tries to scream at you, like, pay attention to me. And then it's like, when it does, it's, it's like, like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it takes practice right so like the it first does. time you meditate you might not experience this but yeah the more you practice it even just like guided meditations on youtube like i started with doing just five minutes of those every day i would just find a different one you know meditation for positive energy meditation for this just the more you get comfortable sitting in those moments like focusing your mind onto something else it it becomes easier to do it without the guided part yeah um and i still yeah. love me a guided though oh me too me too sometimes you just need it sometimes it's like i can't do it myself today it's just one of those ego days a monkey brain day too much somebody else tell me what to do yeah (laughs) and it helps right it does um okay but yeah again we are constantly surrounded by fear in this world 
And to me, I think that's kind of the point, though, is we need to learn how to listen to our higher self more and communicate with the ego to help the ego evolve with us. Exactly. If you don't learn from it, you're going to keep experiencing it over and over again. So to me, I do think the fear and the suffering has a purpose. And it's kind of our purpose here on the planet is to figure out how to like rise above that, how to work with that. Exactly. Like I said, we come down here to learn through the suffering, dig through the fucking dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is what I've been learning. Um, is that we shouldn't push away the ego and suppress it because it's a, an important part of our human self and we need to learn how to communicate with it. So this is a lesson that I've really learned recently, um, literally over the past week, <laughs> because I've been trying to do like, okay, I'm not going to listen to my ego anymore. I'm going to try to get out of that, right? I'm trying to focus on my higher self, right? And then I realized like my ego is going to keep coming back. My ego is going to keep trying to get back in there. So basically this weekend, I went to this meditation retreat day situation. And (laughs) situation. situation. It was a gathering with other people. And it was like a guided meditation. So um, I, before that, like I said, I've been reading this book over the past couple weeks. Last week, I was really focused on it. Really like, okay, you know, I was on the beginning too. So I didn't get that deep into it yet. But I was learning about the observing your thoughts and everything and like trying to disconnect from that from the ego basically. And then I realized every time my ego would come up that week, I would just shut her up and shut her down. And I'm like, go away. Nope. I'm not listening to you. Goodbye. And I realized like that was causing me more fear because I wasn't trying to get to the root of where this, this feeling was coming from. And so when I went to this meditation retreat, I started doing the meditation, right? We're all laying down on our yoga mats and they're doing, it's like a guided meditation and like a sound bath. And before they start, they start telling us, like, you know, this could bring up some different feelings. Like, it could bring up some, like, unreleased trauma, like, things like that. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm ready. So then we're doing it, and I am just having such a hard time. I feel so uncomfortable in my body. I feel just, like, so much anxiety and fear and, like, worry and, like, just really? off. I just felt so off. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I want to feel, like enjoy this. And then I realized like, no, like this is important too. You need to feel this too. So that's when I was like, okay, we're just going to let me feel this. And we're going to try to process it afterwards. And so I'm like, okay, negativity, negative feelings are also part of the process. I can't always try to like push them away, right? Just feel it. So I'm telling myself, just feel it. Be present in the moment, present in your body. So then when it ends, it was relaxing, right? I did feel relaxed after. Um, and then... I, they, one of the people there that I know, she's the one who does my hypnosis, Dama, shout out to her. She's amazing. If you need a hypnosis done, hit her up. Um, and she was offering an Oracle card reading, which is basically the same as tarot, a little bit different. She can explain it at some point on an episode, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, so she does, she's offering that. So I, I went up to her table I'm waiting for it. And as I'm waiting for it, somebody else is ahead of me. I'm just sitting there like, I really fucking need answers as to what the fuck is going on <laughs> in my body right now. I could not figure it out. I was like, what is happening? So then I'm like, okay, the cards will tell me, my angels will tell me, right? So that's basically what it is, is like channeling your guides through these cards. So, you know, she does like the beginning, we do a grounding, we do deep breaths. She's like, what is what message does Lex need to hear? And the cards come out and at first I'm like, 
doesn't really make sense. And then she starts reading them, like in the booklet, and like what it means. And with all the reading all together, because there's all little different things that happen, but the message that I <laughs> received so much of was you can't just cut off your ego. Like you said, you can't ever heal, hear, <laughs> or heal your ego. You can't completely get rid of it, right? Right. You have to learn how to communicate with it. And that's when I was like, boom, that makes so much sense because I was not trying to communicate with my ego. I was trying to just push that bitch away and shut her down. And you can't do that. <laughs> you have to learn from her. You have to communicate with her. She wants to be heard. She wants to be talked to like like a child. It's kind of like your inner child. It's like she's so scared about these things. It's like, ask her why. Why are you scared about this? Mm-hmm. Why are you worried about this? Where is this coming from? Where, like what triggered this feeling, you know? So since then, I've been able to do that and I've been feeling much better. <laughs> That's good. Learning how to like, when I'm noticing that, like noticing the difference between higher self and ego and then noticing when the fear's coming up, I'm like, okay, it's okay, girl. And I have to talk to her like a little kid sometimes. And I'm like, it's all right. You don't need to worry about this. I got it handled. You you planning the future is not going to get us anywhere. You <laughs> worrying about the past is not going to get us anywhere. Let's enjoy the present moment together, you know? And so just trying to incorporate your ego when that comes up. Noticing why she might be feeling that way or they might be feeling that way. So, yeah, that lesson was really just driven home for me this weekend. And since I've been applying it this week, I've been feeling so much better. Less anxiety. Not in that constant thinking. Because, like, especially when, you know, we have a trip coming up this weekend, me and Mila. And so I'll be, like, planning, like, okay, what is all the things I need to do? And I'm like, okay. You're wasting your energy planning every single thing. You can't do that. Like, be in the moment. Yeah, you know, plan ahead. Know the things you have to get done. But then stop thinking about it. Stop focusing on it so much because that's just wasting your mental energy. And then you're going to be freaking exhausted. My <laughs> life. <laughs> WTF. You this week. <laughs> Me this week. I'm planning a bachelorette. That's where we're going. And it's been like podcast bachelorette prep work. bye work yeah work full time and do all this on my free time spend time with my boyfriend it's like where's the time yes. where's the energy yes. but it's all gonna be worth it mm-hmm. it it's is almost here we're almost done with the yeah. week and it's okay to plan things like yeah. you know we sometimes you need to plan things to make sure they go right but it's the, the point where it's like that's all you're thinking about mm-hmm. and you're worrying about everything that could go wrong like you're not going to enjoy your time there because by the time you get there, you're going to be worrying if everything fell into place. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's just yeah, breath. Enjoy the moment. That's what it's for. We're doing this for fun. <laughs> we're doing it to enjoy this time. And if yeah. we're constantly trying to plan ahead, then it's like, you're not going to enjoy it. Exactly. So a little bit of planning is okay, right? You need I that. a planner. I need a plan. We love to plan. It's important and it's fun sometimes. It but is. you got to learn like when to let it go and when to like shut that off. Right. And believe me, when I say shutting your brain off is the hardest t- thing to do. Um, yeah. It is something it that is. I still have not mastered, but I'm getting better at. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm getting more comfortable with being able to, like, stop thinking about things for at least a few minutes. One, two. And then it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a constant process, right? And I'm yeah. hoping that eventually I'll be able to do it for longer. But, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a process. And you have to just catch yourself in those moments. When you can do that, you're already bringing it to the light. It's exactly. already it's already getting better. Yeah. For me, it's like whenever I'm in like a situation or a confrontation, 
And I don't really realize that it's my ego who's, like, working it up. Like, oh, you said something. I'm going to say something back. Oh, you said that. I don't like that. I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. Like, it just goes back and forth. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I could have have handled that better. You know, that wasn't really me. I didn't mean that. It was just fired up, stirred up in the moment, the ego. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to just shut that off. It's not really possible to just shut that off. You know, you have to learn to, oh, fuck. Okay, hold First, on. Observe. I'm, yeah, I'm acting like this. Why? Oh, that's my ego. I'm getting triggered. You triggered me. Why? Where is it coming from? Why yeah. am I triggered? Yes. Let's talk through it. Yes. <laughs> and then you can assess and be like, okay. Yes. Let, let's rework that situation out. Yes. And usually that's, you know, ends up what happening. But it's hard to take a step back in the moment when you're heated, mm-hmm. you know? It really is. It really is. But again, just being aware of that is a huge step. Even if you're not aware of it till after, that's fine. That's your first step. Then yeah. you'll do better next time, exactly. right? So exactly. don't be so hard on yourself. That's the ego too. Don't be hard on yourself. It's mm-hmm. all an experience. Mm-hmm. You can always learn. Always learn and grow. Yep. Changing your mind about things when you find out new information is like the only way to live. I don't understand people who stay stuck in these thought patterns forever and like only see things one way. It's like, I love learning new information and applying it to my life. Same, but I would, like, go fucking crazy if I was acting a certain way every single day, repetitive behaviors. I would be, like, And you do. I don't know. And that's why we have such a problem with depression and anxiety in this country. Yeah, I just couldn't handle it. Specifically in this country. Again, Mm. because of all the fear Mm -hmm. um, that we're, like, fed all the time. And always just, like, things are going wrong. And so it's, like, we expect that. And we stay stuck in these negative patterns. If the world's against us, everything sucks. Which, you know, a lot of things do suck. So it's, like, yeah, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Stay stuck on that? Like, what's that going to do for you? Yeah. Worrying about, like, for me, and I know this sounds bad, but it's like, yeah, there's a a war going on in the world. What is me focusing and worrying about that going to do for that? Right. How are you contributing to that? How am I, how's my worry going to help that? (laughs) Nothing. So I'm not going to watch stuff about it. I'm not going to sit there. I mean, yeah, I like to stay informed, but there's a limit. Mm-hmm. You can't be checking the news every day. Oh my it's God. not good for your mental health. I do not watch the news at all. No, the only news I watch is fucking SNL and like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> and, I don't like, even watch that. What I like that? that stuff because on YouTube oh. because I'm like, oh, I want to know the current events, but I want to hear someone say it in like a funny, light way because then I won't be so stressed about it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So like Jimmy Fallon. They make fun Seth of Seth right? Myers. Yeah. Okay. That's they like make fun of what's happening. And so it makes you feel a little bit lighter about it. It's I've like, okay. TikToks actually. I started doing that actually. I mean- I've liked the SNL political stuff for a long time because it makes light of it and explains it to you in like a fun way. But I started watching a lot of Trevor Noah, who was on The Daily Show during the pandemic, because he would talk about the things going on, all these like horrible things that we're all stressed about, but he would make light of it and Mm -hmm. like, you know, make fun of it. So it just makes it a little bit easier (laughs) to go through. Um, But yeah, you got to realize like you can't be feeding yourself only negative information and expect yourself to come out of your depression and anxiety. That's not how it works. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Not but a lot me. of times we don't consciously do that. We just want to know True. what's going on. True. But you're actually making yourself feel worse. So now focusing on healing. Healing. And unblocking the solar plexus because that will really help with the the symptoms of the overactive ego. Um, so you can do this through guided meditations. Like we said, look up solar plexus meditations. Affirmations. Solar plexus affirmations. I do that all the time. And I'll write them out in my journal. And the ones that I'm like, that, that didn't hit, write it fucking four times. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's yes. like, I don't believe that. Nope, we're going to write it more and believe it. Um, 
you can do like EFT tapping. So like with the affirmations, um, you tap on like these points or like meridian points on your face and your collarbone and then like under your arm. Um, you can watch videos on it on, on TikTok, YouTube, whatever. But it's basically like getting it through to your ego, getting it through to your subconscious mm. that like you are safe, you are powerful, like, you know, all those different things. Could be like, it is safe for me to earn money. It is safe for me to be successful. It is safe for me to be seen. Like, your evo- ego is all about, like, not feeling safe. So when you can get through to it, that really helps. Um, something to do with the tapping is actually, like, a therapeutic technique that people use for getting through to, like, subconscious, childhood traumas, things like that. But you can use it spiritually as well. Um, really helps for unblocking things, and then that helps your manifestations come in. So, again, doing tapping, affirmations, meditations. Um, like we said before, wearing the color yellow, the ego is, not ego, (laughs) same thing. (laughs) The solar plexus is the color yellow. And so wearing that will help eating, drinking yellow things, um, getting enough sunlight, like being out in the sun, um, using the crystals that we talked about, like yellow crystals, like citrine, amber, calcite, tiger's eye, pyrite, yellow jasper, sunstone. Um, all of those are really great for that. You can put it right on your solar plexus, which is like about four fingers above your belly button. Um, and you can do some meditations with that. Um, drinking citrus teas, ginger tea, lemon water, diffusing citrus essential oils. Um, that will really help unblock that. And again, even if it's just getting you to focus on that area and keep it at the forefront of your mind, that's what it does, right? even if you don't believe that those things are actually going to help, at least they'll remind you. (laughs) You may have heard of the shadow self and big misconception to me. I thought the shadow self was your ego. Turns out it's not. Did you know that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't know that. I kind of thought they were the same because I'm like, when you're doing shadow work, you're doing ego work. Actually, no, not true. So your (laughs) shadow self, it's a little bit different, but um, we'll talk about shadow work in a second, but let's just explain what shadow self is. So your shadow is your identity based on the negative experiences and traumas you've been through. It represents the person that your childhood has made you into. So going back to the root chakra, first episode or second, um, your shadow self is basically your inner child that you've pushed down. So it includes painful memories. It includes um, unhealed parts of you. But it also actually includes your natural talents that you've pushed down for fear of judgment. It includes your hobbies that make you happy, that you hide from others. And it's just basically all the parts of you that you want to hide for fear of what people will think, fear of like being seen, really just fear of perception, honestly. (laughs) And so your shadow self, again, it's just all those parts of you that you've hid or have not healed yet from your childhood. And so the difference between your shadow and your ego is that your ego tries to keep you safe from negative emotions because it knows what's happened to your shadow self in the past. And your ego is afraid of getting hurt. It wants to make you stay in what's familiar, um, even if that's making you unhappy. And so paranoia and anxiety come from the ego. Now, the ego and the shadow are intertwined. Um, They actually have like a complementary relationship with each other. Um, And so whatever you do not bring into the light is forced into your shadow self, including your good qualities that you have not brought into the light. 
this is something I've experienced a lot <laughs> is there's a lot of things that I loved doing as a child that I was told was like weird or just like looked out weird for and so I just suppressed those things down and now I'm just now starting to like bring those back to the light this is exactly why I don't want to have a child same because it's like how do I know if I'm causing them to push down you yeah. know their talents or whatever or if I'm parenting them the right way or if they're getting trauma just from me yeah. saying a certain thing or you know yeah. it's hard to I think it's impossible to not give your children some form of trauma trauma yeah even if you're fully healed I mean we're never fully healed but right even if you feel like you're mostly healed you still may give some trauma to your children without noticing because you don't know their needs all the time mm-hmm. and you may not be able to always meet them and so that's just like part of it so same I go back and forth if I'm ever going to want to have kids or not. <laughs> I really do want to eventually, but at this point, I don't. Yeah, I don't want any right now or any. In the and I love future. kids. And I and I, I would love to, like, have my own family, but it just seems so stressful. It does. <laughs> I have so many friends who are parents, and I know they love their kids so much, but they're stressed a lot, and they have so much more on their plates, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, because you're stressed, then you could be causing them more trauma Yeah. by, like, just go to your room. Like, I'm tired. Leave me alone. Yeah. Like, no, right? you can't do that. No, you and can't do that. And then they feel ignored. Right. And, and then, then they feel like they can't express their emotions. And it's just like, okay, why am I, why would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. Go through that cycle. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, fuck, I feel bad because I, I made them do this or I made them do that. Or now they're crying. It's yeah. Like, right. Like, okay. It's just an endless cycle of, yeah. Wah! Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, thanks. Um, I'll pass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I will eventually, but at this point, it's we're so not, it's not gonna happen we're anytime soon i used to think like oh i want to have kids by the time i'm like 23 um no I now i want to wait till i'm like 33 <laughs> like, <laughs> at least um but we'll see i'm not gonna again i'm not gonna try to predict the future okay right um but yeah again though like if you do have kids like that is part of your journey that is part of like your purpose here on this earth and like your purpose is part of your purpose is being a parent and that's beautiful wonderful helps you learn and grow you learn from your child all of that um so not bashing on parents here you guys are great we love you (laughs) we just do not choose that life at this moment (laughs) um okay so yeah the shadow and ego go hand in hand they do like are intertwined they do have a relationship with each other and yeah we don't want to be pushing down all these qualities that we enjoy and hobbies and things that we like to do that we push down for fear of judgment. And that's the ego. Like, nope, let's keep that hidden because we're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of being hurt, being seen by others and them not accepting us and then being hurt. Right. So that's why they go hand in hand. But, um, yeah, we have to bring those to the light. And again, whatever is brought to the light is then light itself. So think about that. Yeah. I mean, that's basically why we come to Earth, right? Is to face these deepest, darkest, scariest versions of ourselves, all for the expansion of our souls. And so to go through these difficult situations and to come out of them like, hey, I made it out of XYZ. Oh my gosh, wow. I can't believe that I actually survived that, yeah. you know, is just like what it's actually all about. Yeah. Because going through struggles, trusting yourself, and being grateful to have learned lessons from whatever the experience was. Is how we move on to the next level. Mm-hmm. That makes me think like, one, how do you feel after you go through a challenge and conquer it? Mm-hmm. You feel fucking on top of the world. You're like, I did that. Now I'm even stronger. 
than exactly. I was before. Exactly. Um, but that reminds me too of like when you're going to a workout, like, yeah, you don't always want to do it. It's hard, right? When you're in it, you're like, this is so hard. I hate this. It's hurting my body. I don't feel great. But then once you're done, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. I can't believe I just did that. Like mm-hmm. I feel on top of the world. You're like on this high, right? Your endorphins kick in. You get these like happy hormones. You feel great. Same thing when you go through a challenge, your body doesn't really know the difference between a physical challenge and a mental challenge. It's just like, or, you know, yeah, whatever. That's all, <laughs> I'll word it that way. Um, your body doesn't really know the difference. Your mind doesn't really know the difference. It just knows that it went through a challenge and now it feels good because it conquered that challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a dopamine hit. Yes, right. It's a dopamine hit. Yeah. And then you can do harder things. The more you expand your comfort zone, the like you do things out of your comfort zone, the more your comfort zone will keep getting bigger. You'll be more comfortable doing harder things the more you do harder things. It's like a muscle, right? It gets stronger. I think of it as a boot camp, right? When you go through hard things, and this is how I view the past like three years of my life (laughs) because they have been very much boot campy, where you go through like some of the hardest challenges and then yeah, in the moment you're like, this sucks, I hate this, this is like the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. But then once you come out of it, you're like, oh my gosh, I learned so much from that. I feel great. I can do anything hard now. I can handle anything. Like, come at me, world. Like, I can I can do it. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so just like a boot camp where it's like you're doing all these hard things on your body. But then once you're done, you're like, oh, now I'm prepared for doing hard things. Right? So that's how I see it. Like a spiritual boot camp is what I've gone through the past few years to get me where I'm at now. Yes, I have more to learn. But... I had to really deal with some of the hardest emotions I've ever had to deal with. Like deep depression that I've been through, extreme anxiety about things and learning like you're the only person that can help you not feel that way is yourself. (laughs) Nobody else. You can't look outside yourself for that. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it even more empowering is because I even had to go through like Mm -hmm. really deep anxiety phases Mm -hmm. where I was just consuming media that was not good for Mm -hmm. me and I just went down rabbit holes of conspiracy theories and I fucking scared the shit out of myself and I believed it right I mean maybe it is true maybe it's not I don't fucking know and I don't want to know anymore no but I what's that gonna do yeah (laughs) but I like really scared myself there and I was not able to sleep Mm -hmm. I was crying For no reason, mm-hmm. I would like walk through the store and my chest felt like it was just getting ripped out of me. Yeah. And even Nando was like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't tell him like, oh, it's because I watched these videos, yeah. you know? And then he'd be like, why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. And so that went on for a while because I really believed what I was watching. And the more you believe something... It's just really hard to get work out of that. around that and try to get back to the mindset of no, like that's, well, that's not that's not what I believe. Scientifically, physiologically, when you think a thought over and over again, it gets ingrained into it, your brain. Yes. It gets ingrained into your yes. biology. Yes. It's the path that your brain goes on. Like it creates new neural pathways right. that you stay stuck on. Yeah. And so you can you can use that to do positive too. You can use that mm-hmm. to like change your thoughts to positive. And it's hard at first mm-hmm. to change the positive because you're is. so used to this other way of thinking. When you practice that more and more, meditation, affirmations, noticing, observing your thoughts, realizing what the difference between your ego and higher self is, who's talking, who's driving, that is what will help you. Yeah. So I had to literally do reverse psychology on my ass 
because I was getting to the point where it was like intrusive thoughts. Like yeah. I, these thoughts would come up, and I would freak out, mm-hmm. and I would be like, "No, no, no! Like mm-hmm. what? Like I don't like that. I'm not thinking that. This yeah. is not true. Yada yep. yada yada." And then the more I did that, the more they would fucking come. Yep. And so I really had to just learn to observe those and let those pass. And those thoughts came with feelings of anxiety mm-hmm. and feeling like I'm going to cry and like, oh, my God, I just can't be in my body right now while I'm at work, while I'm driving, mm-hmm. while I'm doing this, while I'm talking to somebody. Yep. And I had to learn to just let it pass. Yeah. And that's the hardest part. Instead of trying to fight it and push it away. Exactly. Experience it. I would just breathe. Let it. If it's thinking in my brain, okay, mm-hmm. fine. We're going to think it. And I'm just going to be like, eh. We're going to let it pass. Next. That's what I would say. Yeah. Next. Next. (laughs) I like that. Okay. Next. Next. Like, what else am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm focusing on that thought, it's just going to keep going and going and going. So I had to learn to watch my thoughts go by, Mm -hmm. brush them off because they don't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. It's not true. Mm -hmm. Not my thoughts. And even if they are true, what is that going to do for you constantly thinking about it? Exactly. Nothing. And so I really had to rewire my brain Mm -hmm. and it took a while. And you can't do it though. Took a year. Yeah. It's not going to be overnight, people. It took a year. And we still need to correct ourselves sometimes. We both still fall into the patterns of anxiety sometimes. Yeah. And you have to just, okay, we're going to, we don't do that anymore, okay? It comes up, and we're going to let it pass, and then we're going to move past it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I will sometimes, you know, get those thoughts coming back Mm -hmm. in, and I'm like, meh, I don't care anymore. Yep. And I really don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me I noticed that about you for sure. Yeah. You're a lot more like, I don't care. I could give one single fuck. I don't care. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm channeling that. Channeling that. (laughs) That was hard work and dedication. It's not easy to get to that point. (laughs) But once you are, it's just so freeing to realize like, what is me staying in this anxiety cycle going to do for me? Mm -hmm. And again, we're not trying to speak to you like, oh, like we know everything about anxiety. we don't. Like we've experienced it. Mm -hmm. And these are just our experiences, but we have experienced it. And we've experienced what can happen if you learn how to change that. You can't go outside yourself for it. Yeah. You know, I do think some people, like we said before, need medication to help them. But I think the majority of people who are prescribed are overprescribed when really the problem is something they can go inside themselves for. Human suffering is a normal part of being a human. And like we constantly think like, oh, this must be mental illness. No, it's just human suffering. We're going through so much. You have to learn how to like process that yourself go in yourself realize what thoughts are serving me and what thoughts are not yeah you just have to dive in break down those layers it takes work though it takes not work it takes time it takes dedication it takes the willingness to feel uncomfortable and people don't like to feel uncomfortable they don't like change it's the ego Mm -hmm. but if you want to heal you need to go through the ego you You have to you have to go within And I think this concept has really helped me because a lot of times like, oh, going within, I must think. No, you don't have to think. You, you feel, you feel, you feel, you feel. And if you're thinking, you're intellectualizing it, you're trying to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. That's the ego. Yeah. I know it's hard. Again, I know this might sound crazy. Some people like, how the fuck do I turn off my mind? How do I not think? (laughs) I used to feel the same way. It all takes practice. Mm -hmm. As you go through this work, you will see, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Is this that? Mm-hmm. Wait, is this my highest self? Yes. But you will always know that your highest self, if you're, say you're like, I don't know, trying to make a decision, right? And you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I should do this or this. Your highest self 
will always feel calm, yep. natural, mm-hmm. while your ego is the one with the panic, yep. with the uncomfortable anxiety, with the, mm-hmm. oh my God, is it this, is it this, is it this, is it that, is it that? Mm-hmm. Your intuition, you will just know. Mm-hmm. It'll be calm, yeah. cool, collected. Mm-hmm. So, And again, the ego is there for a reason too. It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable and you're supposed to work through that anyway. It's there to kind of give that internal battle to you and be like, are you going to rise above this? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to give into it? And exactly. it's, again, part of all the lessons we're learning here as humans. It's there for a reason. It's there to make this path a little bit harder for us or else we wouldn't learn. So give your ego a little extra love. <laughs> Incorporate her. Communicate with her. Ask her why she's scared or sad. <laughs> you know, ask her what's going on and work through that. And then let it go. It's e- I know it sounds like, oh, that must be easier said than done. But no, we've done it. <laughs> and again, it takes a lot of work, but it's yeah. so worth it when you can get some relief that way. All right. Time for some journal prompts. Journal prompt number one is, which qualities, hobbies, or natural talents have you hid away from the world that you can begin to bring to the light? Number two, when was the last time you truly gave yourself grace for making a mistake? Number three, What are some thoughts your ego comes up with on a daily basis and how can you begin to rewire your brain through the lens of your higher self? And the last one, super important. What is a negative experience that you've had that you can now view as a lesson that was or is important for your growth? Mm, Sit on that. Chew on that. Write about it. Think about it. Reflect on it. DM us about it. Yeah. We'd Mm -hmm. love to hear your experiences. Also, we have um, some polls and questionnaires linked in the show notes. So fill that out if you feel inspired to give us some feedback. Only on Spotify, right? On Spotify. Spotify. Mm -hmm. So that's in the show notes on Spotify. But we just like to hear from you guys and see, you know, where you're getting some insight from and whatnot. Yeah. We really appreciate your DMs and just sharing with us what you think. what experiences you've had, what things you like to hear us talk about. Um, so please, yeah, tell us what other things you want to hear us cover in the future. We have a lot of more exciting things to talk about planned, but we'd love to hear what you guys want to hear us talk about too. Yeah. Um, and again, we still have that anonymous Q&A in yes. the Milkshake website that we have. That's also linked in the show notes. Give us some feedback, some topics, anything yeah. that's on your mind. Yeah. And we will have um, a book recommendation list coming up soon. So keep be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll probably be constantly adding to it as I <laughs> read more and more books. But those are the ones that I've read so far that I really think are important from, that have, that have been important for my spiritual growth that I think other people could really benefit from and kind of where I get a lot of my ideas from that we talk about. So, Yeah. Well, without further ado, we're going to head out. We'll see you guys on the next episode. With With love love and light. light. Bye. Bye, everyone.